Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. Some things never change. Life is of such that we are often made to make changes. The Caribbean region, for example, comes under threat of hurricanes every summer and great damages have been done to homes and property. Now we have hurricane impact windows designed to withstand heavy impact and high pressure force without shattering, making them ideal for hurricane zones and locations with high speed straight line wind. When we read in the book of Hebrews chapter 13 verse 8 that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. When we hear that scripture, it generates confidence and assurance that Christ, who is the head of the church, the captain of the Lord's army, he's never changed and never will. If we boast of a Christ who never changes, who is changeless, who is the same in history past, the same in our current world, and guarantees that he will be the same for all of time and eternity, then I propose that there are things about him that are equally changeless. One of my favorite passages is Matthew 16, verses 18 and 19. Not because I have fully comprehended what it says, but because it provides for me a framework of my own relationship with Jesus. And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. That text has not changed. The foundation of the church has not changed, and the guarantee has not expired. As it was when the church was formed back in the first century, it is the same today. The gates of hell did not and shall not prevail against the church of Jesus Christ. The text says that he will give us the keys of the kingdom of heaven. The locks have not changed, and so the good old-fashioned keys are still useful. I'm speaking specifically of the power of the Holy Spirit. Back then, there was a lot of things that needed binding, and the pioneers in the early church, they bound things like sicknesses and disease and persecution and evil forces. Today, those things still present themselves, and the promise has not changed. If you bind the th bad things on earth, God will confirm, endorse, bind them also in heaven. If we loosen things here on earth in the powerful name of Jesus, you can bet your bottom dollar that it will be happening in heaven. Another thing that has not changed is a power in the name of Jesus. In Philippians 1, 2 verses 9 through 11, here's what it says. Therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow, of those in heaven, of those on earth, and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Listen, child of God, this world presents new challenges. We have new diseases, we have new strains of old diseases, we have fancy forms of persecution. In the days of the early church, the apostles showed us the secret in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. 
The name of Jesus was used generously and deliberately as the people in the early church faced the forces of evil in the society, and the result was that knees bowed and tongues confessed that Jesus is Lord. Life has got more sophisticated, the world has modernized, and everything has improved, but sin remains the same. We might have made changes in the way we dress, in the music that we sing, in the length of church services, but guess what? The opposition to the church has not changed. Ephesians 6 verse 12 still stands. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Saints, the name of Jesus has not gone obsolete. It has not been recalled for maintenance and replacement. Jesus, who is still the same yesterday, today, and forever, his name has not changed. And so we still fight our battles with the name of Jesus, because I guarantee you that in the 21st century, as it was in the first century, the name is still powerful. And at the mention of the name of Jesus, knees will get weak and bow, and tongues will confess that Jesus is Lord. There is still currency in the name of Jesus. There is still joy in the name of Jesus. Demons still tremble at the mention of the name of Jesus. There is still deliverance in the name of Jesus. There is still power in the name of Jesus. And mortal man still has to bow sooner or later at the mention of the name of Jesus. That name can heal. That name comforts. That name is like music in your ear. That name that is like honey on your lips. That name that calms raging seas. That name that causes impossible to become possible. That name, that name, that powerful name of Jesus. Use it, don't abuse it. Love it, don't be afraid of it. Demons will have to bow. Political leaders who renounce the name of Jesus will one day have to bow the knees and openly say it, the name of Jesus. But let us go on. When Jesus was getting ready to return to heaven, he met with his disciples. And on this occasion, he said, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. That message was first preached on the day of Pentecost, and 3,000 people got saved. As the days turned into months and the months turned into years, those members were relentless in preaching the gospel message wherever they went. For example, in Acts 8 and verse 4, it reads, Those who had been scattered abroad preached the word wherever they went. My friends, the Great Commission has not expired. As members of the 21st century church, we commit a great offense when we do not preach the gospel. Men and women are still living and dying in sin. Jesus still saves, and we still have the most amazing opportunity to present a loving Savior to a world of hate. Paul says, I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead, at his appearing and his kingdom, Preach the word, be ready in the season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort, and with all long suffering and teaching. 
The church has not been replaced. The name of Jesus still carries power and the old gospel of salvation is still current. Let us do what he has called us to do. Get deliberate in sharing Jesus with those who we know. Now is the accepted time. Now is the perfect day of salvation.